You're listening to the I'd Rather Talk podcast. So, guys, if you have the right anchor, that anchor is going to keep you in place. It's going to, you know, keep you from drifting too far away from where you need to be or where you want to be. The right anchor is going to hold you where you're supposed to be, even in the storm. Hello, guys. What are you doing? Welcome to the I'd Rather Talk podcast. My name is Mark Edward, and I'm the founder of I'd Rather Talk.com. That is an educational website for young men 18 to 30 something. And since 2014, I've been helping young men find answers there on the 12 topics that guys ask me about the most over the last 36 years of mentoring. One of those topics is self care and specifically, rest. I found that young men struggle with unplugging or having true rest, finding and using what I would call anchors in their daily lives. And one of the topics that guys have been asking me about quite a bit during COVID, this crazy time, is rest and having true downtime finding real anchors in their lives. So I've said this on other podcasts. You probably heard it a few times now, but the biggest challenges that I face as a mentor are three things with young men, self-loathing, you know, hating themselves and overcoming that isolation. There's a big difference between isolation and time alone. And then sexual shame amongst young men for a variety of reasons. If I could add a fourth to that list, it would be rest. And in the case of young men, actually not resting, no downtime, no places to drop anchor, as it were, and unplug. So today I've enjoyed some downtime here myself on Davis Islands where we live. I was looking back over a text that I received a few days ago from one of the young men with whom I've journeyed, and uh, he sent the following message to me. He said, I'm feeling disconnected with myself, and I have now for more than a month. He said it's a result of little to no self-care, and I quote, I know that's my responsibility. To say I feel stretched thin is an understatement. I've never had more demands on my time, even from people I care about and people who care about me. He said, I've never been asked to make so many decisions. I'm feeling maxed out, stretched to my limits, beyond tired. Then he said, I'm slowly drowning. So, of course, that's really personal and private, and I'm not giving names out today. You know how I roll with that. This young man is young like you, in his 30s, healthy, strong, works out, he's organized, uh, super bright, educated, smart, diligent, and still slowly drowning. Did you catch what he said there? I mean, slowly drowning. So, as often happens in my mentoring friendships, he 
answered already, uh, kind of his own question there. He answered his own dilemma, and I just sat there and, and listened, and we were texting, actually. The answer to that dilemma, as he said, is self-care. I've been disconnected for more than a month now. It's a result of little to no self-care, is what he said. I know it's my responsibility, and I couldn't agree more. So, guys, if you don't take care of you, who will? Who's going to take care of you? It's you. So that's hard for young men. Um, Believe me, I was there and I remember I'm good at it now. So today we're going to take some time to talk about anchors and how to handle stress, how to find rest and how to find healthy go to's in your life. Not just once in a while when it's convenient because, hey, life is busy. You got lists of stuff to do every day. It's never convenient, but somehow we must daily find an anchor or anchors. And we're going to talk about that today. You're going to hear about what anchors are, what anchors do, um, how to use those anchors once you get them into your life, once you discover what anchors work for you. So, and more than just one, so a few anchors, yours might be different than mine, uh, definitely. So um, today I'm going to share about what some of my anchors are, but I'm more excited also to share from four of your peers, uh, guys your age, what they're saying about their anchors as young men. So I'm hosting alone today. Uh, So for you dudes that keep telling me, Hey, Mark, I don't want to sound weird, but hearing your voice brings me peace. I look forward to hearing you. Hey, (laughs) I get that. Thanks for saying that, by the way. I feel humbled by that. So here you go. It's just me today. I humbly submit episode seven to you, gentlemen, anchors, stress, rest, and your downtime go-tos. Let's jump in. Gentlemen, welcome to the I'd Rather Talk podcast. Glad you're with me here today. And we are talking about anchors, stress, and rest, and your downtime go-tos. It is a hot and sunny day here on the Gulf Coast in Florida. And I completed a weekly mentoring call here remotely just a few minutes ago. I jumped in the pool for a little bit, did some laps here and um, I have a friendship call coming up earlier this evening that is one of my anchors and later tonight I'll be zooming with my next co-host Tanner Blake William Pabst as we prepare to record episode 8 on overcoming anxiety. It's been a crazy day, uh, a busy day but a good one so I'm looking forward to that episode. Tanner is a young father, musician, uh, firefighter with an amazing amazing story about overcoming anxiety. Today, though, I've chosen to host alone, sitting here with a hot cup of coffee, a veranda blend, some spicy tomato juice, and some sparkling grapefruit water. I know, weird, right? Like, my combinations are weird. My wife makes fun of those, but hey. So, I'm ready to roll here with you guys. Uh, It's just me. I took some rest and some downtime myself over the last three months. We haven't actually uh, casted or podcasted. Uh, for about three months or so, not because I didn't want to, but I decided to uh, put a temporary hold on the podcast. Nothing's wrong. It just seemed like um, I personally needed to pause and, to be honest, kind of just take in 
the new world of COVID-19, kind of find my own personal revelations. It was painful, uh, you know, watching the murder of George, George Floyd, just the political unrest in this nation, white supremacy, and, and just the incredible need that we have to help propel racial equity in these United States. So I've been thinking about those things a lot, and I needed some space to do it. So uh, nothing with you guys. Again, nothing wrong at all. So obviously we're picking up today. Well, then with COVID, sheesh, right? I mean, uh, not to spend a lot of time talking about it because I'm sure you're overwhelmed today. I think we're close to 160,000 deaths here in just America. So I needed some space to kind of personally cope and take it in and process as a creative, reevaluate, and then as a mentor, you know, how will I help you guys? Um, Not only that, but I have a spouse, some of you know, with an autoimmune disorder, so we've been taking extra precautions for for her, and uh, COVID has hit home. My brother uh, had COVID. He's uh, doing well, but, you know, serious thing there, and uh, had to quarantine. One of the young men here in my circle locally uh, had COVID and is doing pretty good. I was finally able to see him after we waited about six weeks or so. Obviously, they both survived, um, but they're young. They're not even 40, I guess. Well, one's 35, one's 42, so little kids. Um, it's a crazy, crazy time. And not only that, but I've been working from home, which I'm grateful for. It's a big adjustment. Just kind of focusing on the needs of myself. That's not selfish, but to take care of, of me, my spouse, my adult children, their spouses. And then, you know, quite frankly, you guys always are on my heart, my man's soul. There's a well for each one of you. So mentoring has been busier than ever, but in a good way. We haven't forgotten about you. So in fact, I would say that uh, while personal mentoring has been on the increase since covid a lot of stress in the lives of some of you young men, and you can identify. So we've been trying to reach out more, and then on the other side of the coin, give you some space as well, not to invade, but give you time to think, to process, to learn how to rest, to learn how to cope, to fly some on your own. That's that's the ultimate goal. So we're still here for you. Still always, always love your texts, your calls, and journeying with you. So I feel like it's the perfect time, though, uh, just to host here by myself for a few minutes. It's not going to be super long. Perfect time to focus on our topic today, which is anchors. Uh, I actually have already released the written post of this podcast, the first time I've done that. I do like to have uh, coordinating posts sometimes, and so uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit. But it's crazy for me to think about, I'm just about to hit 37 years here of mentoring in September, I've spent so much time helping guys, uh, what do you say, remove masks, and now they're back, right? So um, it's crazy because just a few months ago, we didn't even know some of these terms. Wearing a mask, uh, social distancing, gosh, uh, you know, flattening the curve, six feet apart. There's this big sign that blinks in Hyde Park here close to my house on Bayshore, six feet apart safer at home in this together. And I'm like, man, I'm sick of seeing that thing. But I understand why they have it, you know, um, self-quarantine, asymptomatic, like all these terms. What did one uh, one of the politicians here in in Florida say, wear the damn mask? I'm not into cursing, but that's uh, what he said. I mean, did we even know these phrases 
in January. So back at Christmas, I don't think we could have even imagined uh, being in the place we are today. You know, just racial reconciliation and the inflammatory, you know, uh, political environment that we're in and kind of just awakening to uh, some of the realities of where our country's really at. Uh, and it's a lot to process. So again, many of you guys have told me regularly that you're tired. You don't feel rested. That's probably what I'm hearing more since March. Or you don't take enough time to rest. So I said this, I think, in the opening, but the only way, guys, that you're going to have downtime and self-care is for you to take it. Nobody else is going to give it to you. But you have to have, you must have healthy, unplugged, uh, de-stressing time. So, Mark, what do you mean by unplugged? Well, that glowing rectangle that you're holding in your hand right now, uh, most likely, is that has a power button on it. And you can turn that sucker off. Oh my gosh, I can't do that. Yeah, you can. I lived 37 years without this thing. And you can turn it off and and have downtime without that thing blinking, flashing, beeping. You have to do it. So And, and healthy downtime. So I say that because, you know, uh, excessive anything. Excessive eating, excessive drugs, alcohol pointing out Amazon binges, like those aren't the best ways to cope. There's better ways to cope. Those wouldn't be the healthiest, healthiest, healthiest. Those wouldn't be the healthiest. So uh, even a Sabbath, a lowercase Sabbath, like taking an actual full day of rest and you're like, Hey, Mark, there, there ain't no time for that. Well, there has to be time because as I was talking with a, a young man today, your other six days are going to be so much more productive and so much healthier because of that day of rest. We're going to talk about what rest is too. So many of you, again, are feeling overwhelmed. I don't want this podcast to be, what can I say, another, you know, talking head in your day, kind of a, a, a meh. So, you know, as a mentor and a friend to you guys, I want our conversations to be you know, a place of peace, uh, freedom, solace. And and so let's talk about what rest is here. It, it doesn't mean that you're just lying around all day. You're not lazy. Rest can be different things to different guys. So today, just for a few minutes, I want to talk to you about rest and, and about anchors. Um, if you guys read the post at some time, we talk about nautical anchors in there. There's many, many different kinds. But the key to having the right anchor is getting an anchor that works with your boat, with your vessel, uh, fitting the needs of your boat. And not only that, the the size and purpose of your boat, but what kind of water are you going to be in? And when I say water, I mean, are you going to anchor in the ocean? Are you going to anchor in a river? Are you going to anchor in a lake? Like there's different types of anchors for where you are in your life, so to speak. So I love that analogy of anchors living here by the water. I love seeing the big ships come through. No cruise ships right now, but many commercial ships, yachts, I see those every day. And some of, sometimes I'll see their anchors as well. Guys, it's important to, to choose the right anchor that works for you. And you can have multiple anchors. So recently I was talking with uh, two guys in my circle. They're both named Chris. Jamie calls them the Chris's. 
And you might know some of them, Christopher uh, Michael Rudolph and then Christopher Medichow. Christopher Medichow has no middle name, so that's why we leave it out. But those two Chris's and I, interestingly enough, had separate conversations about rest. And in both of those conversations, the term anchors came up. And so that's kind of what got my heart and my soul kind of rolling in this direction. And I decided to reach out to some of you guys and find out what your anchors are. And we're going to talk about those here in just a minute. So let's talk about what anchors are and what they do. So guys, if you have the right anchor, that anchor is going to keep you in place. It's going to, you know, keep you from drifting too far away from where you need to be or where you want to be. The right anchor is going to hold you where you're supposed to be, even in the storm. We just had a hurricane uh, go up here through Florida on the other coast. Thank goodness. So not here on the Gulf Coast. But the right anchor, guys, is going to hold you even, even in a storm even in the worst weather, with a well-chosen anchor, getting the right kind for your boat, for the uh, kind of water you're going to be in, you avoid, uh, how can I say, waking up someplace where you shouldn't be. So in your life, not just the nautical anchor, but in your life, uh, personal anchors can be things like healthy habits, um, behaviors, places that you go or enjoy, uh, rituals that you have, and even relationships, those things, and there's more, those are just off the top of my head here, that bring you, how can we say it, back to center, you know, during rough waters. So many of you have told me here during this crazy uh, COVID-19 that this is the worst crisis that you've ever experienced. So I'll just say for me, of course, I'm older than all of you or most of you. It's not the worst season that I've ever been through as a middle-aged man. Of course, it's it's horrible. But for me, um, seeing my youngest near death twice, remember when she was on a feeding tube and didn't know where she was, didn't think she was going to make it, watching the um, you know cancer survival battle of one of my other daughters and surviving, had the joy of spending time with her today. She's doing great, cancer-free. And then, you know, just losing my wife for a while in her own uh, drowning. She used the same word as my young friend did at the beginning of the cast here. Drowning in her own grief and tragedy that she faced. Those things, for me, uh, rank higher on my stress meter. And, of course, we're back together. It wasn't about our marriage. It was just about her or her own grief that she needed to process. So yeah, COVID has definitely felt bleak for me. I've even had some times where it felt depressing or I felt down. Uh, But for me, I wouldn't say it's the worst time. For many of you, yes, it's probably the most difficult crisis that you faced. And so um, I was thinking today what a treasured friend and member of my lifelong inner circle uh, said to me. Uh, he said, I've experienced some really weird, what did he say, COVID bluish emotions last week. And I didn't even really realize it until the blueness was gone. So I wonder if maybe sometimes we all do that. We don't even recognize our emotions or, or we don't have it figured out until it's almost path, past. 
So, guys, there is a, a definitive path to rest and to restoration. So, COVID or no COVID, for several years now, I mean this in a humble way, but I've endeavored to make specific times every day. I don't mean hours, it could be 15 minutes um, every day uh, to drop an anchor and have downtime. I have to, and it's usually more than once uh, for me, uh, some anchor where I'm stepping away from the stress of the day. And then I'm taking a full day weekly. Again, some of you think that's not possible, but I'm telling you, it is for downtime. So um, again, when I say drop anchor, it's a behavior or a ritual or something that you love doing. It's not just sleeping or being horizontal while it can be. So um, some of my anchors, these aren't in any certain order, but just... Um, things that I enjoy that are anchors for me or journaling. You can read about that on idratherthetalk.com. You guys, mo most of you know that I'm in my 44th year of journaling, which is crazy. Uh, many thousands of pages now. But that is definitely an anchor for me. Those journals, much of them are the content of what I've written on at idratherthetalk.com and on this podcast. Journaling is definitely an anchor um, for me personally, playing keys. I've been a keyboard player for a long time. Uh, man, I hate to say it, 53 years been playing now. So um, that is definitely an anchor. I'm not playing publicly as much as I used to, although I may in the future. But even just here in my own home, uh, it doesn't have to be for 16,000 people like it was. It can be for me. It could be, you know, uh, for Jamie just playing. I remember when I was struggling so much with uh, my youngest daughter being ill, and I was talking to one of the young men in my circle. It was Brenton, Robert Miles, actually. And he's like, you know, Mark, you got to get a keyboard again. Just play in your own house and let you know uh, the presence of God fill your own place. And he was right. And we started, you know, seeking how we could do that and finding out. And I'm not going to go into it here, but Jamie, for our 30th anniversary, found an amazing deal on a cake Hawaii, and somehow, in her own uh, finances, worked that out. And so um, I can sit here in my own dining room slash office slash podcast room here, where my keyboard is, and that's an anchor. I can use headphones, or I can fill this uh, little apartment with music to refresh our souls. Sometimes for me, though, it's other music. It's listening to uh, playlists. Um, guys, we have emotions as men that need to be released, and they can be released in unhealthy ways or healthy ways, but they have to come out. So it is not a sign of weakness to show emotion. Um, real men show their emotions of all kinds. Of all kinds, uh, even anger is an emotion that you were given and designed with. Yeah, it has boundaries, and yeah, it has its place. Um, but it's okay for those emotions to come out. For me, the way one of the ways that I deal with my emotions is through listening to music and having certain playlists. So for me, one of my anchors sometimes is just getting in the car and driving. Man, uh, during COVID, sometimes Jamie and I will 
jump in Honda number eight and not that we don't have eight Hondas, but it's the eighth one and just drive. So we have what we call the bridge tour here. I know it sounds like old people. We're not old, but to be safe, we're not, you know, stopping and going in places. We're driving across uh, the Gandy Bridge and then driving back across the Howard Franklin and just, you know, going across Tampa Bay and seeing the sunset and getting out and you know being together driving to nowhere with no schedule it's so important sometimes just to get in your car and not have a destination drive and listen to what comes up in your soul guys uh, you can do it with your spouse your significant other or maybe it's alone and you know what you know music is awesome and podcasts are awesome but sometimes silence in that vehicle where you can hear your own soul, where you can hear, you know, if you're a, a person of faith, if you're a, a person of faith, you can hear what God is saying to you. So driving to nowhere, um, one of my other anchors is swimming. I just mentioned earlier, I think I just got out of the pool. So I'm very grateful for that and to live in a climate where we can do that about 11 months out of the year. And uh, it's an anchor for me. One of my weird anchors, guys, is uh, floating with my ears underwater. And you might be like, what the heck? So I'm auditory. And so having my ears underwater where it's super quiet, there's just something about that for me when I'm floating on my back and I, I can't hear anything or I actually can hear my own soul. And again, as a person of faith myself, hear what what God is saying to me. That's a huge one for me. And then sometimes I like to listen. So uh, being auditory, just being outside, laying on a blanket somewhere, listening to nature and, and hearing what's going on and not listening to respond, but just taking it in. I have places here on the islands where I like to just go sit um, out on the jetty and reflect on what's going on. And again, music's great, but sometimes no music just silence or like I said earlier maybe journal there out on the jetty I enjoy looking at photos that's an anchor for me not just on my phone what 30,000 photos on Google photos but old school being my age uh, you know paper photos my oldest daughter and I just went through COVID project here of sorting family photos back to 1860 so I have 17 shoe boxes now divided up by generation, close family, friends, uh, guys in my circle. Digital's great, but you know, something about holding those paper photos and knowing those were held by, you know, my parents, my brother, um, my grandparents, my great grandparents. There's something about that and focusing on good times. Yeah, there's some bad times in those photos too, but the good times and thinking about uh, my legacy and my future. So um, that's a good one for me. I also um, enjoy, you know, the word of God too, as a person of faith. If you're not, that's okay. So I'd rather talk is there for people of all religions and faiths. And I have guys that journey with me that, that aren't really uh, walking with God. That's fine. Like there is no issue with that. So I'm going to be really honest with you though, during all this craziness, I would have to say that I find myself not studying as much. So everyone that's super spiritual just took a big sigh and a little, uh, you know, blade of judgment toward me. And that's fine. 
But, you know, as a preacher's kid, I grew up with the Word of God, as far back as when I can remember, and I still love the community of a healthy church. But honestly, like in this in this climate right now, and there's so much uh, divisiveness, especially when, you know, American evangelicalism sometimes it seems convoluted and harsh if it's, you know... Uh, connected with this politically divisive climate that we're in. And to me, that's, you know, sometimes far removed from Christ. Um, I feel like my loyalty to Christ has to always exceed my loyalty to politics. So I'm not very political. You've seen that on I'd Rather Talk. I'm apolitical in terms of my website, although we do have one post uh, on Black Lives Matter and my viewpoint on that. So I've been deconstructing some. I've been deconstructing some a little bit, and yes, and you know, to that end, um, I'm just seeking simplicity in the Word of God and and peace and anti division. It's kind of interesting because this summer I decided to focus on the gospel, the gospels, and revisiting the words and more so uh, the actions of Jesus. This summer, it's crazy, but August the sixteenth. Uh, marks 50 years that, you know, I've been walking with Christ. That's also Camden's birthday. Happy birthday, <laughs> David Camden. But I'm kind of rediscovering, uh, you know, the words of Christ. They're not convoluted. And for the most part, they're not harsh. They're simple and they're truth. There's no hoops and it's uncomplicated. And when he was harsh, he was harsh with religious people, not the people uh, of the world. So definitely, without question, as a person of faith, the Word of God is an anchor for me. If that's one of your anchors, there are ways to use it in a healthy way. Uh, TV off, um, smartphone off, unless that's how you're reading. Laptop closed, again, unless that's how you're studying. Close the door, be technology free. You know, how about a real Bible? You mean with paper? Yeah, like the kind where the pages turn. And, and then reading it out loud. Again, if you are not a person of faith, and that's fine. Don't feel any judgment. So I'm speaking to the guys here that do uh, use the Word of God as an anchor. Reading it aloud and letting your ears hear it, that's how it takes root in your life. That's how it becomes an anchor, is getting it down in your spirit. So it's not about how much you read. Uh, it's about what's getting down on the inside those anchors in your life. I was talking with several guys here over the last few years about just meditating on one passage, not reading hours and hours and feeling, you know, accomplished, but taking one passage and, and meditating on that, saying it out loud. What if you had one passage that really got down into your heart in one month? Well, gee, Mark, that doesn't sound like much. But I mean so deep in you that you don't need to look at it where it comes up out of you when it's stormy, like a real anchor. One a month, that would be 12 a year, right? In five years, you'd have 60 anchors. I call, sometimes call them uh, my arsenal pieces. And by the time you're my age, you'll have hundreds. So hundreds of things that, that will come up out of your heart when your kid's on their deathbed. Uh, when your wife's in a difficult place, when tragedy 
comes to you. That isn't the time where you, you know, rustle through the pages and try to find a scripture to stand on. That's the time when it's got to come up out of your heart like an anchor. So again, um, this is for you guys who use the word of God as an anchor. There's a right and wrong way to use those anchors. Do what works for you. But it's not about the amount you read. It's about getting that down into your spirit and having it down there when it gets stormy. One of the things that I also do as an anchor are naps. So I don't mean, again, sleeping all day. Short naps. Uh, even young guys can benefit from napping 10, 15 minutes. You can, uh, you know, it just brings relaxation. It'll reduce fatigue. It'll make you more alert. Five, 10 minute nap. Um, improve your mood, your performance, a quicker reaction time. You can read about that too on the post at iRatherTalk.com. One of the things that is probably one of the biggest anchors in my life, again, these aren't in any certain order, is quality time with with my spouse. And, uh, you know, we're not codependent where we spend every minute together or every hour together. But that time with her is special. Again, devices off. Time with my adult children and their spouse is just listening and again, it may not be restful like it might be alone since I'm an introvert. So depending on the level of interaction, those times might be, you know, more interactive or playful or fun and conversational, but still deeply refreshing to my soul with my children and their spouses, my grandkids and, you know, with Jamie. So I definitely look forward to, uh, what do we say, maybe in 20 years and 2040, hearing about your uh, friendships that you've nourished with your adult kids. Some of you don't even have kids yet, but many of you have kids that are toddlers. And guys, I'm just telling you, think about this in 20 years. They're going to be my kids' ages. What, 23, 25, 28? It's so quick. Here's a little tip for you. This is for free. But as your kids grow, gentlemen, and they become of age there in their middle to late teens, Allow them to, uh, you know, start to choose their own path and resist that temptation to control their destiny. Don't try to live, what do we say, uh, you know, vicariously through them. That's manipulative and suffocating. And there's a destiny for that young man or that young woman that they get to choose. That's the way it works. And you get to be there to support and love and listen and again, if you're a person of faith, pray, but um, they're going to choose their path. And I tell you what, when they do, it's wonderful. I have no regrets whatsoever about the paths that my children have chosen, their spouses, and life is good, guys. listening to the I'd Rather Talk podcast. So another anchor for me is uh, exercise. We all have our different ways. I love riding my trek. My son-in-law, before it was my son-in-law, one of my son-in-laws, um, sons by marriage, gave me a trek, which was crazy. Uh, he didn't know that I was wanting a bike. So I have a, you know, like a thousand dollar bike here and not a Walmart bike, nothing wrong with that, but something that, you know, is a legit bike. 
uh, Marlin 7, and man, a gift. So uh, it brought tears to my eyes. It's a color that I would have chosen. So here in my middle age, I can hop on that thing and ride around the islands and really, um, you know, have a great time of exercise and refreshment, downtime, rest. I love kind of chilling by the water. That's definitely an anchor for me. Depending on where you live, it might be mountains or it might be a river or it might be nature. Uh, something outside, again, that's unplugged where you can really reflect. One of my anchors, believe it or not, is mentoring. And if you haven't mentored much or you're younger, you might find that hard to believe or understand. But sometimes I reach out to you guys. I check up on my dudes, as it were. Um... You know, when things feel stormy, there's just something about that vulnerability and that interaction, kind of hearing, you know, your stories, your authentic stories, and then modeling back for you what healthy friendships can be. Um, those connections in my circle um, help bring me back to center as well. And it's definitely an anchor for me. So, and of course, um, every guy's favorite anchor sexual release and i'm not even gonna include that as an anchor gentlemen uh but i know some of you thought that oh yeah that's a good anchor so um that's a given we all think about that we all need it um but sexual release can be fleeting it's definitely unpredictable at times and sometimes unavailable so wow that is you know one of our two most basic needs as men um, the other would be admiration and respect uh, from our significant other. I wouldn't say that sexual release is an anchor. Uh, how did I say it? Um, maybe motor maintenance, uh, but it's but it's not an anchor for sure. Definitely important. So um, I reached out to some of the guys on social media and and asked, you know, what your anchors are. I love the responses that I got back here. Uh, one of the young men, uh, said journaling was an anchor, uh, for him organizing and decluttering was an anchor. And that's kind of cool here. Christopher said that, uh, Christopher Rudolph, that journaling is, a uh, an anchor for him, his biggest one, playing keys, listening to music, time with close friends, exercise. And it's funny. He said, uh, as weird as it may sound, organizing and decluttering can be an anchor of sorts, and I would definitely agree with that. Uh, Micah, as my brother, uh, responded back. His anchors, what did he say? He loves using the Dwell app. That's a cool app, by the way. I've tried it out. Uh, just, again, as a person of faith, hearing God's word uh, being read to him, and some of his favorite worship songs, singing along with those, definitely an anchor. He's a musician, a great drummer. And so uh, one of his interesting anchors as a Kansan, is to uh, do dirt track racing and be there, which is kind of cool. I've been able to go a couple of times with him. That's a great escape for him as well. And of course, uh, as a married man and, and a father, his family and, and children as well. So I love what uh, the other Chris Medichow said. He said that his anchors are hanging with friends, listening to audiobooks, podcasts and watching favorite tv shows and so um i like how he was kind of vulnerable here he said that some of the things that he turned to for anchors and downtime before covid are not available right now so uh, that's true with the different lockdowns that we've had 
the face-to-face quality time. It's different now with masks, right? Social distancing. And he went as far as to say that he even found himself isolating again, and I did that in my past as well. He said, because it feels like everyone else is so distant and so preoccupied. And I would definitely agree with that. Even as a mentor, I felt much preoccupation from different guys in my circle. But I realized that you guys are just trying to figure all this out too. So it's healthy to have some space to fly on your own and to figure out. One thing that Chris Metachow said is those feelings of loneliness and depression have come over him several times. And I admire that that he would be willing to say that. I'm guessing that some of you listening to this have felt the same way. And as I said earlier, at the beginning of COVID especially, I felt some loneliness. I have a beautiful spouse that I'm deeply in love with. It wasn't her issue, but just feeling loneliness and some depression about you know being isolated through COVID. So I appreciate you guys' response. Here's another response from Aaron in Nashville. He and I have actually been talking some about rest, and he said that rest for him is not being idle. He likes to be active. He also loves reading. In fact, he and I are on Goodreads together. That's a cool app, guys, about uh, what books you want to read or what books you're reading. So check that out, you readers, the Goodreads app. I like what he said in the future. His goal was to have a motorcycle and new drums for some downtime. And uh, he was kind of vulnerable here. Also, he said, I'm in the process of learning what it really means to rest and take a Sabbath. And man, I admire that. Aaron is a husband, and he's a a realtor, a a drummer, musician, and uh, has a child on the way. So I do thank uh, you guys that responded there uh, to that. So let's talk as we close out here on defining rest. So... I said this a minute ago, it can include sleep, but it doesn't mean, guys, that you're horizontal all day long. Rest is is something besides work. So rest is an activity that is not in any way related to your work or your career. It's separate. It has nothing to do with your customers. It's not financially profitable, although ultimately it is. It's not something that you're doing for financial gain. Guys, during rest, there is no checklist. So put that thing away, that checklist, and just be and enjoy. So avoid a schedule. Avoid a list. That's going to be hard for some of you. I know it. Ask me how I know, but I've learned to be list-free and schedule-free during my downtime. So that Sabbath thing that we talked about earlier, again, not in terms so much of uh, biblical Sabbath with the capital S, but just in modern day here, um, again, having a day off. So it doesn't have to be Sunday. I'm currently journeying with a young man in, uh, he's 30, who has a professional career that requires him to work weekends. And so his Sabbath is a Tuesday. When I uh, served as the chief of staff and executive pastor, Sunday was a crazy, crazy work day with four services, not a Sabbath at all. It was a 17 or 18 hour day. So my Sabbath was Tuesday. So um, anchors, guys, can be active. It doesn't have to be sleep. It doesn't have to be horizontal. But definitely, listen to this, no work. It's not studying for school. 
It's, uh, you know, not messaging or emailing related to your career. That is not rest. So no lists, no schedule, um, spontaneity. So as we close out here, guys, seriously, I, I just have to say, gentlemen, um, I don't want to hear excuses about why this can't be done. And with some of my conversations here during COVID, I've heard a little bit of it. Like, you know, I just don't have time for that. But guys, you, you must have time for it. Again, back in my child rearing days, I was raising three little girls. I had 38 employees working 50 to 60 hours a week, but I faithfully took that day of rest. And on that day, I didn't set foot on that campus. So I had someone else pick up my kids for school, which happened to be on the same campus, bring them home. I'm not there. And, you know, thank goodness for my employer and the person I reported to uh, supported that. But that practice of taking a Sabbath, gentlemen, that is what saved my health in my 30s and 40s, saved my marriage and my relationship with my kids. So it's interesting. Um, you might read this too. My adult kids now, as I look back, have said, Dad, we wished that we could have spent less time in the building. So the building is the church building. Again, I'm for church and community and all that. But some of you young men, um, again, if you're a person of faith, you're serving in ministry, whether it's paid or voluntary. I'm all for that. But just remember, guys, I mean this, again, with the humblest of hearts, there's life outside of that building. Don't fool yourself by saying, oh, my kids are with me and, you know, we are serving God, so it's cool. No, um, when you're there, you belong to those people and the man that signs your paycheck or the woman that signs your paycheck. So especially in the 21st century, like multiple campuses and multiple services and multiple hats, um, it's going to require you if you're in that type of position, gentlemen, to have what I call fierce prioritizing on your part and you setting the boundaries, not the person you're working for, you setting the boundaries and making it clear, hey, this is my Sabbath. This is my day of rest. And if you're somewhere that doesn't allow you to do that, you're in the wrong place. I'm just going to be brutally honest and you will burn out and dry up quicker. Uh, you know, as a young man, you must have downtime. So I think those lines are more blurred than ever. But for some of you that are, are young parents and you're having your first baby, second baby, guys, you must rest. And it might seem impossible. Believe me, I will never, ever, ever forget my parenting years. I raised three. Uh, you guys know that. And man, <laughs> life never seemed to slow down like dad taxi times a million. And, and then there's their growing up and they're involved in school and dance and sports. It, there's always something. Not, it's not a negative thing, but there's always something. So I know what it's like to, you know, raise children. I know what it's like to care for a child who had a catastrophic illness. I know what it's like to care for a dying parent who died a brutal death, um, a mate who needs extra care, uh, my own mate due to, uh, you know, muscular nerve disorder. I get those situations. Guys, we all have difficult situations. So all the more reason for you to have anchors, to de-stress, to rest, 
to have downtime. All the more reason. And again, it's never convenient, but every day you have to have some downtime. So it's going to take some effort, but guys, get someone to watch the kids. Um, have somebody handle your client calls. Uh, trust somebody else to take care of that person that you love so deeply if you're a caregiver. It can be done. Guys, I just want to say with all of my heart, uh, don't turn this podcast off um, until you've taken you know a few minutes to really evaluate your rituals of rest and and what your anchors are. I'm just going to go as far as to say it's a lifesaver. So a lot of guys will say to me, gee, Mark, you know, you're going on 58. You still seem so young. You look healthy and you're happy and joyful. And I've been through some really, really hellish times, if you know me personally. One of the biggest ways that I made it through that, um, besides being a person of faith, were my anchors, the ones that you've heard. Dude, I... Dudes, I, I dropped those anchors a lot during those times, and that's what got me through, is a combination of those anchors. And again, mine may not be yours, but I want to encourage you to take a few minutes and even write down or jot down, here's what your anchors are, and here's how you can take some time every day to drop those anchors and have downtime, and then what you going to do about your Sabbath? Again, you must. You must, and you can. There's a way. So I'd love to talk to some of you guys. If you're struggling with this, you know you can always uh, reach I'd Rather Talk by email. Even if I don't know you, try to make some time to help you out. If you're in one of my active circles right now, of course, then you could contact me. But there are ways to rest and we will help you uh, work it out figure out what your anchors are and drop those anchors on a regular basis every day so that you can uh, be the best you can be taking care of you taking care of your significant other taking care of your children your staff your people So I always say this, I say it a lot, but it is supremely my honor and joy to journey with you. Thanks for hanging out here with me alone today. I love having co-hosts. That's usually my go-to, but this time of just you and I hanging out is great. Thanks for listening and uh, guys, drop some anchors today and have some rest, have some downtime. I know besides being auditory, many young men are visual, and you might be a visual learner, so um, you might like to read for yourself. So for some related reading uh, today, head on over to IdRatherTalk.com and check out the post there, uh, Anchors, Stress, Rest, and Your Downtime Go-Tos. Yeah, it's the same title as this podcast, so it's going to reinforce what we've talked about today. I think I hope you guys that are visually oriented if you're a reader writer. So my posts are easy to read. There's a picture in every swipe to kind of keep things visually interesting. So check it out. Anchors, stress, rest, and your downtime go-tos.
Lastly here, guys, if you've read my posts at I'd Rather Talk, you know I usually end the post with a closing question. You know, kind of something to take away for action. And I do this here on the podcast as well. Actually, I have two today, a little out of the ordinary, but two uh, takeaway questions. And my takeaway questions for you today are simply this. Number one, what anchors can you drop to bring you rest today? And number two, what day is going to be your Sabbath? So, guys, take that first step today. Find even just one of your anchors. You know, drop that sucker, unplug, rest, and then uh, decide what day is going to be your Sabbath. That's a wrap, gentlemen, on episode seven, Anchors, Stress, Rest, and Your Downtime Go-Tos. And thanks again for being with me. I'm definitely looking forward to episode eight coming up here with a great young man, firefighter in my circle, Tanner Blake William Pabst, and he'll be sharing his story about overcoming anxiety. Guys, I've already heard part of it, and uh, you're going to identify with this, and uh, you most likely have felt some anxiety this year, so uh, looking forward to that very much. I know some of you uh, today, you're kind of like, Mark, you you don't get it. I I don't have time to rest. I don't have time to drop an anchor. My dudes, listen, (laughs) there simply can't be an excuse. I've been doing this a long time. I've been living long. I don't know it all, but I promise you, if you don't have downtime and you don't have rest, you're not going to make it. You won't live to your full potential if you don't rest. And I've not yet lost any one of my mentoring friendships to an earthly death. I'm really glad for that. And I don't want to start now. So guys, you can start today. If you want to learn more about me, Mark Edward, and why I mentor and why I'd Rather Talk even exists, you can jump over to I'dRatherTalk.com. And there you'll find my bio, learn a little bit about me and, and why we do what we do, and find wisdom and life hacks for young men on the 12 topics that guys ask me about the most. If you're new, those topics are leadership, mentoring, destiny, thought life, boundaries, friendships, dating, sexuality. Guys ask about that every day of the week. Uh, Marriage, parenting, budgeting your money. And then if you are a person of faith, uh, sonship with God. So it's pretty chill there. You don't have to uh, give the names of your kids, the last four of your social. I'm not asking you to sign up for anything. The website is, is really easy to read and super relaxed. This podcast is a production of I'd Rather Talk and is recorded via Anchor.fm Software, a Spotify company. As we close out here, I'm Mark Edward. And if you want, you can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and of course the podcast platform that you're listening on today. There's nine of those at I'd Rather Talk. So uh, feel free to do that if you want to. We're on Spotify, Apple, SoundCloud, Google Podcast, and uh, four other platforms there, including Anchor. And I'll probably say this until the last episode. I don't really need more followers for my ego. I'm not looking for that. I don't care about more likes. 
I definitely don't tweet, uh, you know, 90 times a day. It's not about me. But what I do need to do and keep doing is what I was meant to do until my last breath. And that is to help you find answers to help you enhance and advance your legacy, guys, as young men. So, gentlemen, as always, I mean it from the bottom of my heart. I'm for you 100%. And I hope we can stick together until you are old and I'm really old. Let's talk soon, guys. Number one, what anchors can you bring uh, to the table today for yourself to bring rest of yeah, crap? Gentlemen, that is a wrap on episode seven, anchors, stress, rest, and your downtime go-tos. And uh, as we close out here, again, I'm looking forward to episode eight. Yeah, episode eight. Lastly here, guys, if you've read my post at I'dRatherTalk.com, you know that I usually end my post with a closing question. That has been my custom and, you know, kind of something for guys to take away for action. And I want to keep doing this here. Penny, dang it. You've been listening to the I'd Rather Talk podcast.